Welcome to episode 489 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that's making a list and checking it thrice. In this episode, we talk about the best TV of the year, Cult of the Lamb, and 52 Toys Mickey and Friends. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So get your cookies and milk ready, because it's time to dunk into another episode. Hey, hey, Santa. Cookies. every episode by going around the table, which is where we talk about things that are both new, fun, and then also noteworthy about our weeks. Patrick, why don't you kick us off? Okay, three things. Three things very quickly. Okay, here we go. We're on a roll. Number one, I watched the worst maybe YouTube channel I've seen in a while. I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) So... I don't know. Maybe it's too strong. I'm not sure. Okay. Maddie Matheson. Love this guy. This is not the one. Maddie Matheson is awesome. Makes great content. The dude just walks into a room and he is, he's everything. Okay. He's all the energy. He's all the fun, the excitement, the empathy. Like, like he can, can just take over any screen. I'm drawn in. So I got, I watch a lot of his videos. And so I got recommended a show that he was on because he's just been on a lot of stuff lately. And I think especially post the bear, uh, he's been on a lot of things. And he was on the YouTube channel for Serge Ibaka. This is a basketball, he's like a a former basketball player um, that I think played for the Clippers. But he now has this uh, show on YouTube, and in a, apparently, like he considers himself a food designer now, and uh, he brings people on, and he will prepare like a dish that is either like really spicy or really gross or really something. I'm not sure. And mm-hmm. he'll ask someone questions, and if they don't want to answer the hard question, they have to eat a bite of it and and whatever. I mean, listen, I didn't watch a lot of this content, so if that's not every show, then I have no idea what he does. That was this show. It was just so wasted. I mean, Maddie, because he's good at handling himself and and creating captivating content, like a a good example for the designers listening is it's like you could ask Aaron Draplin any question and it could be the worst or the biggest softball, the biggest whatever, and he will just give you a great response because he's that whatever. Maddie's the same person. The questions he he was getting were just it was just it was very poor. Uh, the food didn't look particularly good. The premise is a bit flimsy and felt like a, a a mashup of several shows that are far more popular and have kind of already beat him to the punch. Uh, he wasn't very captivating. Well, he wasn't at all as a host. If Maddie wasn't there, it, I just feel like it'd be a garbage fire. And then the thing that was really weird about it is that these videos. Because this guy has like several hundred thousand followers on YouTube. These videos had like 40,000 plays or 50,000 plays, but they would only have like eight comments. <laughs> which makes it seem like, I'm going to be honest, that he's viewbotting the content. I'm not saying yeah. he is, but I'm just saying if you have 40,000 people watch a video and you have eight comments... Something seems a little weird about it, what so I don't mean? know. What does what does viewbotting mean? Like it's literally, like it's it's paying just for intended views. to be okay, like okay. paying for views in order to inflate videos, so it it shows up in more places. And I mean, you do it to potentially grow a channel, but it just 
It didn't seem very organic. I mean, I mean, unless like you just said, like it's just so terrible that people just watch a few minutes and then just click away and don't bother with it. People have low standards. People, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Um, so oh, well, you, you finished watching it apparently. So <laughs> I started skipping. I watched it because of Maddie. I, I finished watching because of Maddie. To do with your stuff. <laughs> so I can't recommend Maddie and Matheson enough, and I can't recommend Serge Ibaka less. That's that's where we ended up with it. All right, thing. Two, I gave a gift, and I did a white elephant. Not a white elephant. A secret Santa. I don't know how they're different. I'm supposed to get a gift. (laughs) Max of $20. I got a gift. Max of $20. I gave it. And then I felt like I was expecting for the person to, like, open it and then have a moment where, like, everybody was like, oh, that's a very interesting. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's. Nobody said a word. It was crickets. I could tell the person didn't want it. I could tell no one else wanted it. It was horrifying. So I say, all, it was a thermometer. If for those that are wanting to know, it was a thermopop thermometer. Nobody asked, but now you know. A food thermometer? Yeah. yeah. Food th- not an anal thermometer, like, or a rectal. Oh. <laughs> was that your question? You could use it for that, but it has a sharp point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, but it, it's, it's there's still like it could have been like a regular like human thermo like a take your temperature thermometer of some I guess kind. if you were cooking a human you could I anything But okay, that, you, like, you, you bought a meat thermometer. Yeah. It's a thermometer for food. And I got it because it's supposed to represent me. I like food. I just talked about Maddie Matheson and that other guy and I got a food item and it was crickets. It wasn't crickets, it was a thermometer, but it caused crickets. That's all. So all I'm saying is gift exchanges are stressful. They're supposed to be getting stuff supposed to be fun. And then the idea of like this blind gifting, whatever, like it just it made me feel bad. Wait, was it actually White Elephant or was it Secret Santa? You got to steal stuff. Do you get a steal? Okay, that's White Elephant. It was so White like, Elephant. In, in theory, so there's elephant. supposed to be some gifts that like are like not the best. And that's kind of the fun or like they're silly. And that's that's the game. Because, like, my family plays White Elephant every year, and sometimes I've gone home with awesome stuff, and other times I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Like, <laughs> So I, I have to tread lightly because I have a very cool... We're doing, a like, a White Elephant type thing, but with whiskey. I love it, For the though. Whiskey and Wise oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't say anything because literally Jason no, Lindley you, is you on the call promise. right now. So, um, I will so say I did week, end up with I'll, that football right there. Next week I will talk about it, but... Uh, I will say that it's putting a lot of intention and effort into something that's white elephant and then getting something super shitty sucks. <laughs> like it's, yeah. like well, hopefully that won't happen because this one's a little more specific. I think like that, just like do- your chances are lower, but like it's, it's just funny because like sometimes it like, yeah, sometimes the things are great and sometimes they're kind of funny or goofy and or or just maybe not useful to just you. You it's know, it's a rectal like, thermometer, Jason. So I yeah, hope you're- yeah, it's it's a it's a whiskey stirrer rectal thermometer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My friend JP, friend of the show JP, he was a uh, he did a, a white elephant exchange last night or a couple days ago and. <laughs> What he left with is a plaster about this big, a plaster this big, meaning about a foot and a half tall for if you're just listening, Mm -hmm. a plaster two and a half dimensional um, sculpted Elvis mirror. (laughs) Naturally. It weighs probably 23 pounds. Like it's it's super (laughs) heavy. And it's terrifying and terrible looking. I've been in his house and 
I don't think I would be surprised to see it. <laughs> no, no, that's what he chose. <laughs> okay. But, okay, so two, two notes. One, the benefit of Secret Santa is you have to get something specifically for a person, so I think that's mm-hmm. a better way to go. But two, here's the only other thing. I think there are some gifts that even the, in fairness, there was probably one person in that room that would want the thermometer. But because of the order that like white elephant random. happens, whatever, there's not necessarily an opportunity to like do one more steal or to get the thing. Right. So maybe just build in a mechanism so like stealing At the can end, everyone can just kind of be like, okay, but you really want this. Yeah, so exactly. Like, that, that, there's even no that would have been like, enough <laughs> to just like... Okay, there we go. Uh, I did end up with that football. Uh, I don't know what you use it for, but it's right there. So <laughs> now I have the football. I've got, video. oh, you got a football? I've got videos. Patrick, you're yes. still you're. That's the next level up after your three piece training set. <laughs> okay. Oh my word. <laughs> you start with it. You do the uh, what you a callback. Deflated, and then you just inflate it over time. <laughs> Man, if you missed it, you missed it. Okay. Final, final thing. Uh, my wife did get me a Christmas present, and Early? I, I do want to. Yes, because we don't. Uh, we don't observe Christmas. We observe two weeks before Christmas. And <laughs> uh, actually, we're just two really impatient people. And so um, and so with that, she got me a new computer case. And I got to take Aww. all my old computer components, they're not old, and put them in a new case. And that's all. I, that's all. I appreciate it. Mackenzie, thank you. You did this. I mean, you didn't do any of it, but you also did this. And I appreciate it. You made um, it possible for him to do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... Um, all right, that's it. That's all my stuff. Uh, the order has changed up. Uh, Andrew, I feel like you're ready to go. I feel like you're I ready to rock s- something else. To do I it. am so ready to go. All right, so uh, a couple things that I just want to talk about. Uh, when I was in Florida last, uh, a couple weeks ago, I did go to Gideon's, and they do um, they do have these new packs of stickers. And I'm going to just show you what these stickers look like real quick. I haven't actually opened it to, to look at them. So I'm going to show you these real quick, uh, and then I'm going to talk about... A couple new things. Um, these are the... Get out of there. Okay, there we go. Um, we got uh, the old lemon lady. Nice. nice. She is. We've got the orange fella. She looked like a lemon, and she was a lemon. <laughs> and she was a lemon. <laughs> uh, we got the, the, ghost, the, the ghostly... Um, uh, what's the, the ghostly bard? Yeah, yeah. These aren't their actual names, but that's what she looks yeah, like. Yeah, sure. That just and then we like got uh, the Halloween Devil. I like this. These guy. are He's nice, cool. big stickers. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, they're very well done. And then we got the Shark Boy. <laughs> what? Which is super fun. This feels very like Coraline mixed with box trolls or something. Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah it's very yeah, Tim yeah, Burton. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, you, if can you get like these. that style. I I like. So I don't know. I don't you know. You don't that I'm like a fan scary things. Well, that's true too. I don't yeah. know if I'm a fan of that style, but I recognize that's all really well done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't. Yeah. Even if you're not. You know. You're not going to put these like on your water bottle. You can at least acknowledge. Oh, that's a that's a well executed. That is nice. <laughs> um. And then this was super cool. I think I showed you guys the other day, but I'm going to show the podcast now. Um, this murdered out pin. And actually, I'm just going to switch over to to full screen here. Oh, it's yeah, going to be rad. tough on the black on black. Catch it. But well, look at look at look at yeah, how even nice just the it backer is. card is nice. 
I thought it had blue in it, but I'm realizing that's like reflection in your room. It's like straight gloss black. It is black. Yeah, yeah straight black, gloss black, black, black on black. back. And then it's got UV, like the pack, the, the backer has UV on it. I don't know if you can catch it or not, mm-hmm. but it is. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There's a good, yeah. there's a good it shot of it. It looks like you dripped you part of um, Venom. Venom on a <laughs> backer. That's it's like 100%. a symbi- Yeah, a symbiote. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm, I, I love it. It's super good. Uh, and then I had more of these pins made, or more of these stickers made. Lauren made my first set, and I am out of those now, um, and decided oh. to go for something a little bit smaller. So I now have um, some new Mickey Mouse Drawing Club stickers. Oh, nice um, for anybody who who wants one of these. I, I put them in. Um, I put them in my. Whenever someone buys one of my original drawings, I put them in there along with like a little note. Um, but if you want one of these, let me know, and I'll hook you up with. A Mickey Mouse Drawing Club sticker because they're they're fun and they're a little bit smaller now. They're like two inches as opposed nice. to the three inches from before. So um, <laughs> the last thing I want to share uh, is that today uh, we've been anticipating the Disney 100 Years of Wonder. Like it's there. Um, here, we, we can we can take me off of here now. Um, 100 <laughs> Years of Wonder celebration is coming up. And um, they announced that D23 um, all these new ways that they're going to be celebrating. And so one of those ways is through some new merch. And so that, that new merch just dropped today. And I was highly anticipating a couple of pieces. <clears throat> I'm going to show you a couple of them. And then I'm going to show you why I probably won't be owning them. So <laughs> here we go. Here's the, uh, here's the, new, the new collection from Disney 100. Okay. You've got some new, nice new tumblers from Starbucks. You've got some, some real fun ornaments and some some bags and some spirit jerseys all the things that you would expect to get right some dolls and whatever whatever these are the things that i was super excited about yeah these what platinum are ears these prices these are the platinum mickey mouse ears and these are 195 dollars say it like mickey would yep 195 dollars boy yeah, that sure is shitty these, um, it's, <laughs> these, and they're all in back order. These, these prices are, wow. are insane. Yeah, they went they went fast, but um, they look they do look amazing. They are great. They're metal dipped, so they're actual metal dipped. Uh, so they have there's some substance to them. They're probably decently weighty. They do come with a um, a certificate of authenticity, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. They usually you don't usually get those with these kinds of things. So they and they come in a cloth bag. Patrick, you know about the cloth bags because we have some limited edition ears. Yeah, from Jared Mariano. I have those ears right there. There yes. we go. Yeah. Um, but those and I felt like I was paying a ton for those, but I think those were and those like were like seventy five or seventy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, two hundred bucks is a ooh, bit steep. Super. But I mean, want it looks really these. nice. Right, they do. They do look really nice, and I super want them. But Cali, so I think where I'm going to end up landing <laughs> is. Getting this ornament <laughs> completely. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like I will just uh, Honestly, pay it in that, four installments. <laughs> there, though, it kind of looks like it's just dipped in paint instead of yeah metal. Well, here it's because it is, and that's why it's only twenty six dollars. <laughs> What's the name of the uh, the brothers, the something brothers that do all the diamond encrusted stuff at Disney? Because uh, it's starting to make that look affordable in comparison. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, oh, this is crazy. There's oh, a necklace hey, that, that has it, oh, which cute. is cool. Yeah. This Somehow, Mickey Mouse like, necklace is cool. I, I feel like you can justify the necklace, though. Sure. I do, I do too. There's some things where you're like, okay, that's yeah, something I'm going to wear. Yeah, because you would wear it and like, right. get to enjoy it in a, like, a different kind of way versus like those metal ears like look really cool and you're just going to be able to put them in a display case. And, but yeah. like, necklaces can cost that amount of money. But 
Something about the ears costing that just feels weird. It does. It well, feels because you it, wouldn't really use them. I think like it's it's. But they are such a great shelf piece. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're definitely really cool looking, but that's just uh that's just expensive. I don't know <laughs> if it's a Rebos Brothers or a Rebos, but yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, it it does kind of feel like you're going after the thing that you know the most people are going to want to purchase. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, like you could have made that thing affordable, be because of. Uh, you know, if, if if you get nothing else, you get the ears. But instead, they, like, attacked that thing. Yeah. If you can get some of these, right? These are 100 years, and, and there's the uh, the other Minnie Mouse ones up here. Yeah, but that they are, look poor in front of your friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you can no, get the, Notice that those are still for sale, and the others right. are back quarters. That's a good point. Yeah. So if you're wondering, if you're still trying to figure out what to get me for Christmas, yeah, uh, the, we can pitch uh, in. <laughs> the the yeah the podcast family can pitch in and get me a pair of these ears, and uh, you will get a shout out on the show. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but those those would look so pretty. Yeah, right I'm gonna back shout. There. I cannot believe you idiot paid this amount of money to get Andrew's set of ears. <laughs> hey, what if they got you these ears? You'd say thank you. Yeah. Oh, I would um, absolutely. Please give me the set of ears. Yeah, they're they're great. Oh, they listen, look- I will uh shoot a video of me setting Jared Mariama's ears on fire <laughs> if you if you send me these ears. Oh, now wow. I kind of want to pitch in to buy you those ears. <laughs> yeah, it might be worth the two hundred now. <laughs> uh anyway, that's uh that's pretty crazy. And and I love them, but like like I said, like I, I would have I would have to have something wild happen between now and then for me to uh for me to 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 actually pull the trigger on buying those, but they look really pretty. I'd love to polish them and then set them on a shelf right underneath those those LED strips yeah. because it would like bounce off and it, oh gosh, I could put so it right good. beside my football. Yeah, <laughs> you could put it on your football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could uh, it could be you could we your should, football could be wearing them. Let's make knockoff ears, but we'll just make Hey Arnold ears. Okay, Ooh. <laughs> I like that. They're uh, called okay. football heads. Lauren, why don't you finish us out? How'd you, how'd you do this week? Uh, good. Um, I have been busy, but watching lots of stuff. And we've had two weeks, you know, since we did trivia last week. So plenty of things to talk about. Uh, the number one thing that I've been completely obsessed with is, is White Lotus. And I've talked about it a bit when the show started. But, like, I feel like I just got, like, so sucked in this season. I was having so much fun in between every week really like just talking to people and hearing different theories about like what was going to happen and who might be the one who dies and all that stuff that like, it's just been like a ridiculously fun season of TV to watch. So the finale was Sunday. Um, I rewatched the whole season prior to uh, like during the weekend while I was doing stuff. And man, it's just like really rewarding to rewatch that show. Cause there's so much you notice on a second watch. Cause it's just such a really brilliant show. Like, I would love to do an after the show about this, but I don't really have anything negative to say. It would just be me gushing about how much I love this show yeah, and like boring. how interesting it is. Yeah, I, I get it. But like, it's just such a cool show. Like it really is fun to me. Like I could watch a hundred seasons of this show. Like it's, it's so smart and clever. And like, I love that like every week I spend time like trying to guess what will happen and I'm always wrong. And it then like they're, they prove you wrong in the best way. Cause they come up with something 10 times cleverer than anything I came up with. So like, it's just so much fun. Isn't it just so weird to imagine that he like wrote School of Rock? Or yeah. was like Jack Black's roommate? <laughs> yeah. Ned, like, just, right? Mm-hmm. Schneebly? Yeah, Ned Schneebly. This is who did, this is who did White Lotus? That's Mike White, yeah. Yes. That's the like writer and director of the he show. He was on <laughs> a season of Survivor. Yes. And, and uh, Amazing Race. And like, 
He had some of his like survivor buddies in this season just as a quick cameo. And like, it's just, (gasps) this dude is brilliant. He really like understands human beings on this level that I think is really interesting and does something so unique with this show. So just, man, like another great season of this show. Uh, I don't want to say too much because... I know Andrew has not seen the finale, so I'm treading uh, water and very carefully right now. And it's only going to be right positive now. anyway, so. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, and I would have more to say finale. if we could talk about it. Spoilers, like, with it. But, like, But, like, mostly all I have to say is, like, everybody should watch this show. It's so great. But, <laughs> and the finale just happened today, so, like. Yesterday. We, it was Sunday. <laughs> Oh, it just was. It just came on HBO Max today. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know if that was maybe just like a glitch or whatever. But it usually comes out on Sunday, so you can watch it like after it's aired on HBO Max. But uh, the show is, is excellent, and uh, can't wait to talk more with people about what they think about the finale. Because like I did just watch it last night, so I've only talked to like one friend about what they thought, and um, she mostly agreed with me. And like, but she said she talked to people who didn't agree with her. So I was like, okay, now I need to like hear more. <laughs> I, I liked this. I liked this season because it, it really let me in on a different side of Aubrey Plaza that I'm mm-hmm. not used to. And uh, I felt like I got to see what's her face from Parks and Rec. Um, yeah. April. In, April in the real world, like like an all grown up version of her. Yeah, totally. It's I, it's funny because like I I didn't bring this up when we talked about it before because then you guys would tease me. But one of the actors was in The Magicians, and like it feels like his character exactly from that show just was transported into the White Lotus. It was like can't watch it. Todd Kreider <laughs> uh, says you should see Emily the Criminal for an excellent Aubrey Plaza performance. Plaza, Plaza. Yeah, Either one way. of them is a room, or like a center. The other one's a person. I don't know which is which. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think all the actors this season were like outstanding and they're all going to get Emmys. <laughs> I don't think they will. I think, I think I think you have romanticized this show. It's good. <laughs> it's good. No, but I, think, I, I don't think, think it's going to be nominated for all the things in the way that you think it will. I think they'll at least get nominated for like a best supporting actress, a best actress, like all that stuff for this. Like there's so many like like there there's just so many performances that are so like subtle but really clever and impressive like i just i love the show yeah well i've heard good things i haven't watched any of it but i it'll be to. really interesting to watch it in a binge like i watched the first season um before this one came out in a quick binge to like just just for fun and it it works but half the fun is really talking about it every week and like throwing out ideas so like it's just a different idea like different experience we will talk about it uh in a second when we do our golden globes uh when we talk about the noms but white lotus for sure picked up noms Uh, so i i want to watch that but i also apparently need to watch abbott elementary because it picked up a ton of nominations yeah that's one on my list that i i need to check out before too long (laughs) it was recommended to me by a person that hated my thermometer gift. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's all. All right. What else, Lauren? Uh, well, sticking on the TV train, uh, I also watched Wednesday, the like kind of new Adams Family reboot mm-hmm. thing that yep. they have on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This thing has just completely blown up out of nowhere. I was like somewhat interested in it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll check that out. And then like it was just like everywhere that I looked, everybody I talked to was watching the show. Like it's like the dance has taken over TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So like I was just like, all right, I want to check this out, and and I think it's a really really fun and enjoyable show. Yeah. Like it's it's not heavy. You don't have to think too much watching it. It. it's very like young adults you know whatever um, but it's it's so much fun so the kind of like 
twist on it for this, uh, you know, reinvention is that they take the uh, usual setup of making the Adamses the fish out of water and instead have Wednesday just be in a world of everybody being weird in a school full of monster children and stuff. So there's like werewolves and vampires and other things at school with her. And so like she fits in great, you know, right. it's kind of fun to see like. It's very, it feels very like, you know, Sabrina, the teenage witch meets like Harry Potter meets Percy Jackson meets, you know, like whatever school for gifted youngsters you want to insert here. But basically like it is very fun, like, uh, like just good mystery, good fun, like lots of fun references. I think they could have gone much further with their like jokes that they had basically about like the, like the. Um, you know, like the mythical creatures and stuff. Like I just wanted them to lean in further to the jokes that they like started there. But I think it's really fun. I can't wait to see what they build off of this in the next season. Cause I think like they started out really strong, like, and, and also like having Tim Burton, like direct the first few episodes was like a perfect match made in heaven. Cause like this style is like just what he's good at. It was like fun to see Tim Burton, like come and do the thing that he does like yeah. really, really well, like all over again. And then like have some fun things like that felt a little more, um, like just like felt more concentrated than I think a lot of his other stuff has like felt to me lately. And it was just, I had so much fun watching this. Like I ended up binging it all in like one day while I was working on a project and like, it was just like, Oh man, I wish I had more to watch now. <laughs> Quick Fred Armisen as uncle Fester. What'd you think? Loved it. Yeah. It was good. And What'd you, you said the school that she went to is called Abbott elementary. Abbott elementary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, great. Or was it the, it's funny because you described it and my first thought was like, oh yeah, we have the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's all like in the same family for sure. The Adams family. Yeah. Snap, snap. I can't snap. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. It's and very it's got cute. A little bit it's of not mis- scary. Yeah. The, mis- the mystery is actually a decent mystery. Like it's not, okay. it, it's not a throwaway CW. It, I was afraid it was going to feel like a CW show. It does a little bit, but like it has something to it that, that raises it up it. a little bit more. And I, maybe I it's just like the style, I think. <laughs> Lauren and I agree on this show, but maybe for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great show. Um, and then I did run to the theaters and check out the two Netflix releases in theaters before they're gone. Uh, Pinocchio and Glass Onion, and both were freaking great. I, like it's so easy now that you can watch one of them on Netflix already with Pinocchio. Uh, what did, I don't know what, remember when Glass Onion came out. December, comes out. it comes out in a week. Like December 17th, Christmas, right? I believe. Yeah, right? okay. Something. So like in a, a week or two, or a week, I guess, yeah. you'll be able yeah. to watch it. But like, I like I was so excited that I saw both of them in a the theater because I think both of them were like just excellent movies. I think like both would easily make it in the top 10 for me this year. Um, I think like Pinocchio would be the one that I thought was like, for me, like, just everything because like that's just like all the things I like in one movie <laughs> like Guillermo del Toro stop motion creepy fairy tale Ewan McGregor like all these things that I just love like right off the bat so like it's just a great cool movie and I think that the story and the way that they changed it is really unique and fun and makes it stand out from other adaptations yeah. and doesn't feel like they're stepping on each other's toes as much as sometimes that feels like when two movies that are so similar come out in the same year like these really feel so different that it like it's not even worth comparing them really it just happens to have the same name and then like i'm sure that this will get like uh, like best animated feature nomination but i'm sure like honestly at this point it would be a shoe in to win in my opinion because like the other movies that have come out this year i think like turning red would be like the big competition this is a lot more to say and is way more interesting than that movie. <laughs> so I we did not talk about Glass Onion. 
Uh, we were gonna do a recap episode. I, yes, that did not. We still happen. are going to when no when the Netflix when it comes out on Netflix. We said we were gonna do it. That was where we landed. Then I will hold my comment. Yeah, because we yes, need to talk reluctantly in depth. We need to talk about that movie in depth because there's I was a like, lot. Yeah, to you say guys have had some kind of discussion about this movie that I'm not aware of. No, though, but no, yeah. the <laughs> discussion has been we need to have a discussion. Yeah, we yeah, but you guys know, like you said, you disagreed about something, so like you've talked we about it at least do. somewhat amongst yourselves. And if you want to know. What side of that disagreement did Andrews on? Ask Kreider his opinion of the film, and Andrews will be opposite. <laughs> that was so convoluted. <laughs> Thank you. But also, at the same time, true. <laughs> like No one is questioning <laughs> yeah. the validity of what I just said. No, just, yeah, sure. just how you got there. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the journey you took us on to get us to the destination. So Zach just said this year has been eight years long. And while I agree with you, at the same time, COVID... So is you answering this question. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's like simultaneously been like six months and five years. And I don't, I don't really... It's time has just been different. And whenever I respond to something now, I can only respond in pre or what I'm kind of calling post-COVID, which is the fact that I don't have it anymore. I can only respond pre or post. I cannot think more specifically than that. Anything that happened in the last like three and a half year window, it's impossible to know when it was. That's all. <laughs> this has been Patrick's soapbox moment. That, I'm just saying, like that's if you ask me trivia about anything from the last three and a half years, I can only give you pre or post. That's as yeah. close no, that's, as I can get. That's actually it's, that's, that's, a, that's, yeah, a that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I get it. I and get even it. even in saying pre or post, I'm still only fifty percent confident in my answer. <laughs> like, was that before COVID? Was that after? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Did you see what Mackenzie wrote? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yep, get it that's together, exactly how I feel. <laughs> she knows I'm losing it. Yeah, it'll be three in the All morning, right. and I'm just rocking back and forth in our bed, just like. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll at least get us out of this around the table. I am done. Last reminder is that we're doing our uh, second part of. The Two Towers cultural osmosis tomorrow. So if anybody wants to hear what Andrew thought about Two Towers, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Hooray! I was, told, I was told today that someone was listening to it and they were dying listening to the first part of episode one. So yes. Was that related to the episode <laughs> or no? They were, yes. They were just both, yeah, they just okay. happened to be dying. Someone and, saved yeah. them and they were just listening while okay, that happened. Cool. Um, yeah. And they've been fun. I told them that I think the first half of episode two is going to be pretty bad because I... I think I was probably pretty wrong on a lot of things, so we'll find out. On that note, we're going to get out of here. We're going to hop over into our master categories. Every week, we talk about the dice we rolled the week before. That gives us our categories. We pick our topics based on those categories. In this case, we rolled our dice yesterday because it's been or two this weeks morning. since we've had since we've had our our regular um, master yeah. category section. So, welcome back, everybody. We've We've been getting dumber for these last two weeks. It's time to just reinvest in some knowledge for ourselves. And so I'm, I'm actually going to start us off tonight because I've been sitting with these things. I've been waiting hey, to excited. open. And um, it's been a long time since we've done an, like an, unbox, an unboxing, or at least that I've done an unboxing. So uh, my category is designer or is design. And I'm going to talk about designer toys. Um, and I saw these came out. Um, uh, I don't know if they debuted at DesignerCon. But I think that's like their state, their stateside debut. 
Um, and I actually saw them via um, Jared Mariama. So he was out there and he got them and he was doing his little show and tell that he does on Sundays. And this is um, a series that I can read. I can read two things on this box because the rest of it's in Japanese. Um, <laughs> 52 Toys is the, uh, the the company name and the the series is Mickey and Friends. And here's the box. Oh, that looks great. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Here's the box. And this is a, a box with four blind boxes in it. So I'm going to open this right now. Ooh, and I'm hey. going to show you. You haven't opened of any of these? No, this is, I'm taking, okay, wait, 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 wait. taking that right plastic out the outside. Hold on. Yeah. Is there one we're shooting for? We need to know what we're yeah, hoping yeah, which for. One do you want? Yeah, so let me so show you. So collectively, we can send you that energy. Okay. So I got two boxes. That's not biblical. Oh, I got cool. Two, I got two boxes. So there's eight total. And there are eight total figures. Okay. Okay, so hope you get them all. So there's a black and white version, which is the chase version of each of them. And then there's a color version of each of them. So Does it say the rarity difference? Um, if it does, it's in Japanese. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, you should use Google Translate and you can read all of it. Oh, yeah, I can. That's a great. That's a great. It's literally just going to say their name. That doesn't make sense. Well, but anything else you want to know, you can do it <laughs> all over the box. That doesn't make sense at all. Their name is their name. Open Google Translate. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's see. This is German. That's not going to help me. So there's the four basics. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Then there's four different colors and foundation. <laughs> uh, the words seem to be four pack box included with inbox packaging with a machine version rate one of one. Okay. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. So everything you get Let's, is a one of one. Yeah. That's good news. So one of one. Yeah. All Just right. Kidding. So I'm going to open this box. So it, it actually is like the uh, what you would get at the... Um, I'm going to pitch this down so I'm actually so you can see this. Uh, what you would get is like the like the box for uh, like the like the retail box where it like actually has the pop up head. Obviously, I want Mickey. I mean, ideally, I want all of them, but obviously okay. I want Mickey. But do you want black and white or do you want color Mickey? Yeah, uh, I want color Mickey. Okay. If I could only get one, I want the color one because it's so dang cute. And are we it's only really opening yeah. this <laughs> one box, the four? Uh yeah, on air unless we want to continue. Let's to just them, see. Let's see. Yeah, we'll let's see. Let's see if we get a yeah. Mickey. So let's this see. is this oh, is how so the good. for those of you who have never done this before, if you've never bought a box of blind boxes, you the boxes are are retail ready when you pop them out. So this is what you would actually see if you went to a store, and then you just mm-hmm. grab it from the little storefront. Yeah. These are pretty weighty actually. So this is the nice. box. It's got like a nice UV. Look at that. A that UV really, fi- a really spot cute. UV finish on it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty right, nice. Pull the tab. Pull the tab. Pull the tab. Pull now, by the tab. way, very nice. Yeah, uh, toy stores that we've been to, what they'll do with blind boxes is typically they'll oh, take one and they'll open it up and sit it with the other figures. And yes. then if you pull a blind box and open in the store, and if you don't like what you pull, you can always swap it with the open figure, and then you leave yours as the open figure. So yes. you at least like have an out. But Boom. obviously that's not this. <gasps> wow. Okay. So this cute. is cool. So this I got mini. So just to show you the quality. Oh, it's it, so cute. You do not typically get this in blind box toys. It's got a foam piece on her yeah. head to make sure it's secure. So I can slide that off so that she's nice and secure. But look at how good the color is on that. Yeah, the quality really of that. And then this is her little, um, the idea is that this Accessory. is 
a uh, merry-go, uh, not a merry-go. Um, oh, carousel. A carousel. A carousel. Yeah, and so all all four pieces click together. Oh, cute. And this is her. This is her, which is from one of the Mickey Mouse shorts. This is her um, little scooter. So I'm gonna set that aside. Let's see if we can't pull They're another. They're really freaking cute. The quality oh, of these, Patrick, I want you to feel. That sound is really nice. One of the, yeah, these boxes are nice and Do thick. Do they feel like the Ledbetter blind boxes? Kind uh, of like his. Kate's asking if these are <gasps> still available. This is Mickey. I got <gasps> Mickey. Yay! He got his like little like visors. Uh, yes, I had to. I had to order them online. I'll put a link to it in our show notes. Um, I ordered them from Strange Cat. Strange Cat is the website that they sell them yeah. for, like uh, U.S. distributors. And then here's Mickey. Oh, yay! You Look got the that. one you wanted on a goat. Oh, That's, that one is really so. This is the cut. So you pulled the color Minnie and the color yeah. Mickey. And the color Mickey, and they are absolutely freaking adorable. All right, well, good okay. start. <laughs> I want a black and white figure. I'm putting that out there box, right Patrick. now. <laughs> oh, okay. This is Donald, because here's his oh, hat. Oh, wow. Wow. And color, too. By the way, In for color, those that buy blind boxes, it's okay if you destroy some of the blind boxes. Keep a couple of the good ones. Yeah. So if you sell them, you have a good one to throw it in. Absolutely. Look at this guy. Oh my gosh. He actually might be, I might like him more than Mickey. Holy what? cow. <gasps> Look at the colors. Yeah. You might want to explain them for Dang. the audio. Oh yeah. Sorry. For those of you who are just listening, this is Donald sitting backwards on a pony, um, looking off into the distance as if he's checking things out, but he looks so the style adorable. style of these is like so freaking cute. Like they're, they're like almost kind of like. I don't know, like a little bit anime style in some weird way. Yeah, they're kind of kawaii, but they're not yeah. like they're not like their proportions aren't weird. Like they're kind of yeah. kawaii. Um, but the, look at the quality. They're really like good blend of styles. Yeah, and the, they're the very paint cute. job and like the plastic work. It's so smooth and so clean, and, and they're very weighty and like. Yeah, like, these are very very impressed. nice toys. All right, final one. Let's see if this is Daisy in color. Then I've got the whole. And, and you're just done. <laughs> color set. Um, let's Wouldn't see. That here. be nice. Yeah, then I just have a whole box. But then you might get the black and whites, or you could trade for those. Okay, all right. Got my first black and white. Oh. And it's Daisy. Oh, well, hey. And look at her sunglasses. They're tinted. That they're is actual adorable. tinted they sunglasses. Have actual lenses like they're see -through, in the yeah. sunglasses, and they're tinted. And she's sitting on the back of a so horse, but like with some how sass. Much, what does yeah, this come out to? Sass. How much was each figure? Yeah, so each figure, uh, if I remember correctly, each box of four was $45, maybe That's $55. Cheap. Yeah, they're if, not expensive. If those figures are 11 bucks a piece, that is nothing. I, I think that's what it was. Compared I'll to what like blind boxes cost, uh, that's in the quality that's that a, those yeah, seem to be. Nice, that's nice that's awesome. Let, let, let me look just to, just to verify before I say that officially on air. Uh, let's see. I do think that they were very, very reasonably priced because I wouldn't yeah. have bought two boxes if they weren't at least moderately reasonably priced. Like, I feel like I would have paid 60 to 75 for a box. Uh, like like a, a what you're opening, which is a four-pack. Yeah. Can someone go on to... Oh, here's the link to the website while I'm doing this. The first box oh, no. was so much All easier to open. All these things on here are really cute. I know. The <laughs> website, yeah. This is dangerous. All right, here we go. Oh. Okay, I got another color Minnie Mouse, I think. Yep, color mini. All right. Okay. So now I've got a color mini to trade. <laughs> That's right. So somebody or, get ready or to Becca's trade. Or Becca's going to have this on her desk at work. 
<laughs> it says uh, fourteen a piece. Fourteen a piece. That is yeah. nothing. Yeah, that is but nothing. That, so that's a piece, though. What does it say if you buy the four pack? Does it? Is that separate? Uh, it's Donald. Or is this something else? So it's another color Donald. Math. Okay, so there's a Donald. So that's two to trade. Yep, two to trade. Anybody's got something you want to trade? This Come is on. it. Come on, black, black and white Mickey. Come on, black I and white Mickey. I want to see if they do three color and one black and white. They're $13 if you get the box. Color well, Mickey. Got another color Mickey. And then I'm guessing Becca was saying yep to the fact that... She's going to take she, the other she one. Wants the, she wants the, yeah. the Minnie Mouse on her desk. So let's see if this we is get a new stocking stuffer. I'm for looking Becca. at these pictures, and it looks like Mickey's little visor is also see through. It is. It's a yeah. yeah it's, it's a really translucent. He's a wearing translucent like a helmet. Yellow. And then this is. Oh, I got a color Daisy. Ha ha! Ha! Nice. That's so lucky. I have a full color set. And then nice. one black and white Daisy. And one black and white Daisy, and then I have a couple to. Uh, Trade. Well, if you feel nice, you could give it to Patrick because I because I could the black and white one. The uh, <laughs> the Becca the accessory was in color. Look at the color on her. That's really cute. That's yeah, so she's good. freaking good. So anyway, I it. um, I haven't ha- I haven't bought a designer toy in a long time. It's been it's been a minute. And when I saw these, I'm like this. I like I have to pull the trigger on these. These are these are fantastic. And I am. 100% on on board with them. They're they're super cute. I will put them all together with all of their accessories cuz they each come with like a different accessory. Um and uh, I'll post a picture of it. Um we'll share it on our our social media or whatever. But um 52 Toys is the name of the company. Go to Strange Cats um strangecattoys.com. Uh there'll be a link to it in show notes. Pick up a couple of these yourself and uh I have a couple of the trades. So if you get two black and white Mickeys and you want a color Mickey you know where to find me. Uh, Lauren, why don't yes. you uh, take it from me? Awesome. So uh, I got games, which is lucky because I just got some new games uh, on Black Friday while they were on sale for on uh, Switch. And I picked up Cult of the Lamb, which has been a really, really fun game that I've been playing this week. Um, so I would say like the shortest way to explain it is that it is the heavy metal version of Animal Crossing. So it's like a really cute game. The art style is like a, like really what kind of sucked me in to begin with. And it has like very like hand-drawn, really cute style. And all your characters are little like animal guys that kind of look like Animal Crossing. But the story behind this game is like very messed up and very twisted. So it's like hilarious to me like how adorable it looks but how messed up the premise is and um so the game starts off with you you're a little lamb and you are being sacrificed you're killed and um you kind of wind up uh with this like this like god that like takes you and is like willing to resurrect you if you will fight all the other gods like for his benefit and start a cult in his name and like restore his power so it's kind of like the only choice you have so you the game is kind of divided into two parts where you have uh like the the portion of the game where you are like building the flock of all of your like followers within your little camp and you can kind of decorate that animal crossing style um so like that part of it does feel very animal crossing but you have to do things like that are really weird and silly like you have to do uh like sermons every day for your followers um if you like gain more faith from them then you can unlock all of these new things to build and some of them are like what you would expect you know like beds for people um you know a bathroom temples and like mines for resources and things like that but then there's also things like demonic summoning circles and like places where you can recompose bodies to get 
fertilizer and like kind of fucked up stuff. <laughs> and it's just like really funny. Like you get to like pick doctrines for your cult to like make, like decide how they're going to act. Like if they're cool with you, like sacrificing some people and then like eating them and afterwards or whatever. It's like really, you can kind of play like a sort of nicer version and like, yeah, yeah. Like you have to like make them okay with it when you sacrifice all the elders, like Zach is pointing out in chat. Um, and it's, it's like super fun to like, I, I get sucked in sometimes of like just taking care of the cult aspect. But the other half of the game is kind of like a roguelike style game where you go to randomized dungeons and you are given like weapons and power offs to defeat the non-believers and uh, convert more followers to your cult and like gain resources and stuff. Um, the, the gameplay in that part is really fun. Uh, it's like you there's like like I said, the dungeons are randomized. So you'll go into like four, one of four different areas and they're like different resources you can collect from each one and kind of like different difficulty level. Um, and like, you're basically supposed to beat like one of the other gods at the end of each of one of these. And, um, you pick up magical tarot cards that give you cool abilities and like the weapons you have are really cool. And you get curses, which are like kind of your special attacks to like, you know, do a big blast of something to like get a group of enemies away and stuff. Like it is, hilariously funny like just playing this game like it's super fun I I just like really have been sucked into this so, like keep like just trying to like play for like a little bit and then end up playing for like hours because you just like get so sucked in and the days go really quickly and like it's just been like so much fun to play like it's very easy to like only think that you're doing like 30 minutes of work and then you look like oh a week has passed in the game and now it's nighttime outside I better stop <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime inside your real yeah. life. And yeah, it's like in my real life. In the game. Okay. Right. How, yeah, much, yeah, yeah. how much of the fun is the, like the mechanics and how much of the fun is just the theme? Uh, yeah, the theme. Exactly. I think that it's it's like they both work really well together. The mechanics are really excellent. It's I've had a few spots where it like glitched out and I had to like restart the game, but like other than that, like it's very easy to understand. Like the sound design is really good. So like when you like you place things and stuff, it makes all like these best noises. And like when you gain new abilities, it does this like cool animation where you have to like hold down a button and like you see like power like draw into it and like your controller shakes and like they just do this really fun like interactive uh stuff with it that it's like really just super enjoyable and then like the style and the theme and everything else is like enjoyable on top of it so like so far i am i'm really enjoying this game i think like my one thing that i would change is like i wish the days were like five minutes longer so i could just like do more stuff but that would just like maybe make it too easy uh I've been playing it on Switch, but I know that it's available on um, Steam and a lot of other platforms now. So, and it's not very expensive. Like I bought it on sale for on Black Friday for like twenty bucks, but I think it's twenty four or twenty five normally. And uh, just been like, it's like I don't think it will take me too long to play this game. Like overall, if I just wanted to beat the story mode, but I've just been enjoying all of the aspects and like unlocking all of the things. So like I'm just taking my time and really enjoying it. There's a lot of mechanic to that, and I like. I, I think I would be down to try the theming because the theming is a little bit like. Um, it's a little bit that's a little bit darker than what I'm getting ready to say, but it's a little yeah. bit like uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Bendy and the Ink Machine just came yeah. out with a volume two, um, and it's it's pretty dark, but it's it's got a, like a cartoon overlay to it, so that like softens some of the deal. But they they definitely, I mean, Bendy is like a little devil. Uh, yeah, he's this like thing the is Mickey creepy. Mouse I'm version it of up the right devil. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that it would be maybe a little bit too, a little too serious or dark, but um, the mechanic sounds very similar to to Benny and the Ink Machine. 
Yeah, it, just looking at it, it's definitely like using the like the fact that it's like very cute and cartoony to soften the blow of like you are literally like sacrificing some of your little followers and stuff. Because at first, exactly I right. felt when the, when I first started playing the game, I felt really guilty about it. And now I'm like, oh gosh, I'm just like blowing through these guys. Oh well, <laughs> much Bye. like your animals in Dungeons, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Those are meant yeah. for fighting, and they only last two hours anyway. <laughs> yeah, I bet. They, yeah, when you use them. <laughs> uh, I'm curious if it's like uh, Pokemon. <laughs> is this like is this good plane fare? Okay, here's the thing. Last oh, time, oh, great question. Last time I had an international trip, I downloaded Stardew Valley, and I yeah. thought like this will be I will I, this this plane ride is going to feel like five minutes because I'm going to be playing this game. I lost interest within an hour. I actually think this is. Like, this would be better on a plane because, like, Stardew Valley is a really slow build where in the beginning it's, like, you're 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 struggling in the beginning to, like, get yeah. stuff done. And then by the end you have everything automated and it's very easy. But it takes a really long time to get there. Uh, this game is, like, very quick to build on itself. Like, like I am only halfway through the story, but I've already unlocked all the power-ups and stuff. So, like, if you want to, you could blow through this game, like, much quicker than I am right now. But, like, you you could just do the story mode. You could just play in, like, you, you could... I think, yes, you could play this on a plane and it would be very fun because, like I said, like, splitting the game, like, and it is more evenly split where, like, in Stardew, it takes a really long time before you can actually get to the dungeon part of it and do that stuff and have any fun with it. So, like, this is, like, that's the other half of the game. Like, that is built into it and like it's 50 50 of what you have to spend your time on okay well i think patrick that leaves just you to talk out of your face all right great so this is uh man y'all are gonna love how simple and and terribly difficult this is but uh the big news golden globes they dropped all their nominations uh today so let's talk through the nominations for the golden globes and I know there's a whole set on the film side, but because they nominated Top Gun, that makes all those null and void, and so we don't care about those. All we care about is what's nominated on the television side, because my category this week is TV. Uh, Best television series uh, for a drama, the nominations are Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of Dragon, Ozark. What's missing from this list? Anybody? Andor. I'll help you real quick. Severance. (laughs) Severance. Severance is another one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to skip the uh, actors and actresses. Best television series for a musical or comedy. Abbott Elementary. The Bear. Hacks. Only Murders in the Building. We've talked about all these on the show, by the way. And Wednesday. All right. And then I'm going to skip a little bit more. Wednesday is nominated already? Wednesday is That's nominated crazy. for Best Television Series musical, musical or Comedy. Wow, okay. Okay, Best Television Limited Series, Anthology, or Motion Picture Made for Television. The noms are Blackbird, Dahmer, Monster of the Jeffrey, who we know who he is, The Dropout, Pam and Tommy, and The White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I always forget how these are divided up for Golden Globes. Yeah, they're divided up. And I think that's all the primary noms. Now, Andor does have a nom in here, but I would have to take a second to find what it is. But I'm not, I'm not concerned with that. What I'm concerned with is your best 
TV show of the year. So this kind of runs the categories. What I just went through is the between drama, musical, comedy, uh, and miniseries. This is kind of the the big hitters from the standpoint of the Golden Globes of best TV shows of the year. And I want to find out from both of you, what is the TV show that's going to define this year of your life? Like when you think back to oh, the first year where it wow. feels like we're like we're coming out of COVID and things are going back to normal and we're getting back into this rhythm and like what's the show that's going to come to mind that you're going to say, oh, I was watching that at that time. You know, I think that- in, in that sense, like of what you just described, for me especially, it has to be House of the Dragon because I literally hosted parties every week and like got extremely involved with this show. Like that is, and it was like, yeah, like right after COVID ended, this return to Westeros, like big Game of Thrones thing is back again. Like, and like all through, like to me, like throwing parties was something like I missed so much during COVID and like couldn't do. And then I got to do this like over and over again. And it made me like that definitely like was like, yes, like that, that'll definitely be like what I remember. Like, I think like from like in that way that you're describing this, like what's the thing from this year? That's the thing for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. I have other shows I would throw on that, like, that I, that I maybe think are like better TV shows, but like what was like my heart vote, what wins, like what I'll remember maybe like, yeah, it's going to be House of the Dragon. I think it's going to be, I'm going to throw one out that's not listed. I don't, I don't, at least I didn't mm-hmm. hear you say, I think the bear. Yeah. I think the bear. I would think be- the bear would, would be that one that's that <laughs> like pulled me. I've watched a lot of TV this year and the bear did something different. Like I had a very, visceral reaction to some of that stuff just the anxiety that 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 would arise in that and i've watched shows about murders and haven't oh yeah had that much feeling uh it's either that or it's it's gonna be a, a toss between the bear or only murders in the building i uh, i wrote a list when you threw this out at the beginning and like just to like get in my head like what are the what like on the top list and it was like Andor, house of the dragon severance and the bear were like the the ones that i would say like are really high 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 and hard to top so i did mention the bear because the bear is in the um nomination category for best television series for a musical or comedy okay that's i thought i had heard it but then i was like that didn't sound like it was that's a yeah. weird i mean i guess it is a comedy but it's a dark comedy um those things are always like strategic too with where they want to nominate themselves like against yeah. whatever you know I like s- if you put the bear against these other ones that are in best television drama it's just not gonna win based on like 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 Severance is in that group, and like that was that that one is another one that could have been like the show of the year. You and you and me, Mackenzie, we're on the same we're on the same uh, same wavelength. Um, I think uh, I haven't seen all of Andor, so like everyone yeah. like you loves the show, and I'm sitting here going like, yet. yeah, uh, like it's like it it to me was not a page turner, obviously. I've mm-hmm. I've started watching Shit's Creek again <laughs> before finishing wow. Andor. I, so like, I mean, I I don't man. know what to say, but I think that show really has like some special things in it, especially by the end. Some of the writing ha- is like quotes I will like remember forever. It's it's just a great show, and the fact that it's Star Wars is like insane. Like, <laughs> so can you from- see that? Yeah, I, I could see what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the camera falling or whatever that was. Falling, just- that was. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, I think the two shows for me that most, 
it maybe were even the biggest escapes, but maybe most felt like, I don't know, this hit of something I just hadn't had in a long time would probably be um, meth, like methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, it, it would have you to watch be... too many document docu series about. Uh, drugs no, he was rewatching. Yeah. He was rewatching. He was rewatching Breaking Bad or Euphoria. <laughs> I will never watch Euphoria. By the way, it would have to be uh, the Baron Severance. I, I don't know what it is because I I don't know that on a rewatch I feel as strongly as about about the Bear. I mean, I I really enjoy it on a rewatch and I absolutely pick up themes. Or I guess knowing the theme, I pick up things I missed the first watch. But Severance especially just felt like... I mean, it felt like the first time watching Lost or the first time... Uh, there's all these other things that, that I that I think On of Severance? that were these... Yeah, that, that were these, yeah. Like, these cultural like milestones... That are embedded in my head, but it but it felt like those were all years ago. Like we do this podcast and yeah. we talk about things, but so many times we just rehash the thing from four years ago or six years ago. And it's not that there's not new content, but stuff just you have resonates. the first experience and that resonates in a really big way. And then you have these copycat experiences, they never live up to it. And Severance was one of those shows that was an original experience for whatever yeah, it Severance just resonated is gonna be a that show way. that people copy. And I think, yeah. like, to be fair, The Bear is also one that people are going to copy because I think that show, in a, in a different way than Severance did, it's way less flashy, it's way more intimate, it's just, like, a show about people and it, like, I think really just, like, is a knife in the heart, like, straight to the point of, like, some really big ideas. It's, and The Bear is, like, just grabs you and, like, but it's it's just, like, it's sneaky the way that it grabs it's you. A think, it's a genre vendor. That's what yeah. it is. Like it's it it's not what you think it's going to be when you first jump into it, which is saying Not at all. This, yeah. The same is true with Severance. With all of these shows that have made an impact, right? Like Lost, um mm-hmm. it's a genre bender. Uh even Survivor, like some of these reality-based shows, some of them stand even apart like from the other things ones. Is another one kind of like that's like combining things that you think you know to like yeah. twist it just enough. I, there, there's been a lot of really good TV. Honestly, I feel it's like there's been better TV than there's been movies in this last it, year. And or two. like, I these are the shows that I'm like trying to narrow <laughs> down because that's like I haven't even mentioned like Rings of Power. Like, I loved White Lotus. Peacemaker came out this year. I mean, like even like Ozark was freaking great. Like that was another show that I liked. Like, there's all of these things are good shows. You know, it's funny. A- Andrew literally took my final point to this was that which was that I've read through all the noms for the Golden Globes. I've seen what's on both sides. And I've also read through people are posting their end of year lists right now. They're posting their top 10 films or top yeah. 20 films or whatever. And I'm reading these lists and they're doing nothing for me. Like, I just don't feel anything from them. And yet I'm I so see surprised. this list of TV that's come out in the last year and oh, I'm movies. going to be talking about these for the next decade or the next 30 years. Or I, and you'll, the, re, you'll re-watch these things that are a 20, 30, 40-hour investment, depending on how many seasons are in them. And you won't re-watch a movie that was two hours and five minutes long because, no. yeah. because the, the impact, right? And I think that's, that says something about the, the level of TV that's been, yeah. that's been put out. If it was a, com- a competition... Television won this year. I think, yeah, TV's just stomping over movies. I mean, it's also like the COVID stuff was part of the reason movies are suffering and all of that. But sure. like, I just think that there's so much cool stuff to watch on TV this year. And like, man, we are lucky <laughs> on that. Yeah. 
So that's television. Uh, if there's any of the shows we mentioned that you haven't seen, they're all must-watches. Mm-hmm. So uh, go watch them. Um, but that that's I think that's it for us. I think we did it. So before we head out of this episode, let's uh, let's roll some dice so that we know what we're talking about next week. Nineteen, Lauren. Nineteen and a two, right. so present. Ooh, and I got an eight. You got a uh, design. I got an eight. An eight. Travel. And I got a one. <laughs> I got a one. And what am I? Cool. We're talking about donkeys next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be somewhere you have traveled. We're talking about wagons. Bro, talk <laughs> about Dahmer. No, wait. Is that right? The Dahmer party? Donner party? Donner, Donner party. party. Yeah, sorry. I was like, <laughs> I got nine. You know, Dasher and for Dancer me. and Dahmer and Blitzen. <laughs> oh, gosh. I would like uh, uh, someone to Photoshop that, please. <laughs> Okay, well, everybody, we've made it to the end, so let's jump into this. If you want to find show notes and links to all the stuff that we talked about in this episode, you can go over to mofone.network. While you're there, you can find a whole bunch of uh, archives with a whole bunch of episodes with, with interviews and reviews and just us bantering and a whole bunch of stuff. Tons of episodes, hundreds of episodes. Just go check it out, mofone.network. You can also join the conversation on Slack. You can be a part of our community over at mofone.network slash Slack. It's, uh, there's so many people in there chatting at all hours of the day because people are all over the world. Um, and so join us in there. And we, have, we continue these conversations in our Slack channel throughout the week. And then we pick up those conversations from Slack back in here next week. And so if you just want to continually be a part of what we're talking about, Join us over there. And then you can catch us live and never miss an episode here on Twitch if you're watching us right now. Hi. Uh, and if you're not, why aren't you? It's twitch.tv slash M of One Podcast. You can be a part of the conversation in real time. You can post things that I disagree with, and I can say it on air at you. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then also, finally, as always, subscribe, rate, and review the show everywhere that podcasts are sold. It just throw a throw a five star at us. It's it's not going to hurt anybody. It's free. It's a really easy way for you to show some love and then, uh, you know, review it. We'll read it <laughs> on air and we'll tell everybody about what you said. We'll read it with funny voices if you want to. We are pandering to you because this is important to us. Doesn't take you very much time. It's free to do. Just do it. On that note, we're going to hop out of this episode. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace. Adios. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>